The Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com. Episode 311. Sunday, August 29th, 2021. Up on the shore, they work all day. Out in the sun, they slave away. While the devoting full time, floating under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Down here, all the fish is happy as I through the waves. This is the Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 311. I am Rob, you are Greg. Yeah. And, and I can barely hear you. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, where, where are you? Are you in a cave? Uh, <laughs> it might as well be. Uh, hold on a sec. Uh, let me let me go like this. Sound input. It's all the way up. Testing. Right. Test. Test. Eh. This is a test. All right. Is it okay? Can you hear me? Yeah, I guess so. All right. I'm probably going deaf. Okay. Can you turn up your headphones or? Uh... No, these are uh, you know old style. They don't. I mean, I can turn up the uh... the volume. Yeah, it just it doesn't doesn't actually go up that much. All right. Well, this is the Paunch Stevenson Show, 311, and we are really? still yes, we're really we are still. In the middle of a global pandemic, yeah, yeah. Uh, COVID nineteen coronavirus uh, still still going strong. Um, I am fully vaccinated. Well, so far I'm vaccinated. Who knows what other shots they come out with? Booster shots and all whatever else, pills and syrups and whatever else. But syrups, really. <laughs> cough syrup i don't know i'm just saying things you drink things... a little too much of the too much of that granddaddy's cough syrup <laughs> everything changes so quickly you never know <laughs> but, well but, i don't know if you saw the lately the uh, the idiots uh, have been taking uh they were they were lured into thinking some um uh, parasitical uh, anti-parasitical uh, uh medicine was uh, going to stop you from getting the uh, coronavirus. Yeah, horse and, pills. Well, I mean, it also is given to horses. Right, that's, now, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> horse pills, yeah. I know, but the reason that they all took the horse medication, it's mostly down south, is because the the doctors would not prescribe them the human medication because they're like, you know, this doesn't work. So I'm not giving you a prescription for this. It doesn't work. So they went and took the horse medication. So wait, and, so so then they would, and had to and threw up. So then they would go back a week later and like, hey, now my horse is sick. You got anything well, for that? <laughs> well, it wouldn't be the same doctor. It would have to be a veterinarian no. or somebody I mean, down south. You never know. <laughs> hey, now I'm you kidding. Doc Hollywood. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You Doc um, Hollywood. Just you got some of them to your horse pills. I take. 
Just in case we have any listeners in the South, I'm just kidding. Nah. Um, no, I'm, I'm teasing. But yeah, it's, it's, it's still the, the pandemic. People are still dying. Hospitals are filled back up. There's the Lambda variant, Delta, Lambda, Beta, all, all these variants. Zeta and, and whatever else. and uh, Lambda, and Lambda, Lambda, and Omega Mu. <laughs> Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. Um, so anyway, yeah, we're still here. Um, yeah, well. Still not leaving the house. And uh, Wait, You're not leaving the house. You've uh, left the house. Unless I have to. But, which is fine with me. I mean, I'm fine not leaving. Wait, wait hold on a minute. When I mean, in normally, pre-pandemic, post-pandemic... It, wouldn't you say that any time you left the house, it was because you had to leave the house no. or are you just somebody who just like walk you just walk out in, into this middle of the street and just stand there like hey i'm out of the house no no like yes if i have to go to work then i would have to leave the house but if i wanted to do something leisurely like go to an arcade or a store wow. or what shopping or whatever but this time it's like no i'm not doing any of those things I'm choosing to just stay home and just uh, be a hermit, which is fine with me. Uh, like hermits, hermits? Yeah. So anyway, uh, so what else? What else? What's what's new? What's going on? What's what what's uh, been happening the past however many months? I don't know. Twenty twenty one, right? It's it's the year twenty twenty one. I mean, we haven't recorded anything in months and months. Like, literally nothing has happened. (laughs) In a way. Well, some stuff has. What? In a way, yeah. I mean, it's what what, what is happening? Nothing, so. Not much. Well, because we, what did we used to talk about? We used to talk about movies. Well, we don't go to movie theaters anymore, so there's that. Uh, (laughs) What else? Video games. Haven't gone to a video game store, so there's that. <laughs> uh, music? Nah. Eh. <laughs> no concerts. Well, there's concerts. Not it's not for me. Well, it's of your choosing. You don't. You didn't go to concerts in the first place. Very rarely. Yeah, you know. Um, but you know what? There has been. Celebrity deaths. Yeah, well, you can't get around that. So, uh, you want to start with that? Celebrity deaths? Uh, yeah, I mean, you could do it. Yeah, okay. I've updated the page here. Yeah, yeah, I, I see. We have our handy notes. Uh, it's, all, it's all stuff I've written down. You've written nothing. Well, because nothing's happened. Ah, oh, <laughs> Hold on. All right. Okay. Celebrity deaths. Born April 21st, 1935. Died May 18th, 2021. 86 years old. Actor in some movies, Charles Grodin. Charles Grodin. Charles Grodin. Do you have some chorizo and eggs for me? He was in Midnight the, Run. The, yeah, Midnight Run with um, 
Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro, yeah, thank you. Robert De Niro. And, uh, what, what was That's that? my favorite movie of all time. It was a funny, uh, it wasn't a heist movie. What would you call nah, it? It was, it, was, it was a buddy cop movie, except neither of them were cops. Right. Yeah, they were on the run from cops and the mobsters and yeah, yeah, it was funny. Else, that was no, but I mean, Char- that was Charles Grodin. Yeah, nineteen eighty-eight. Um, but Charles Grodin, of course, was in uh, the Great Muppet Caper. <laughs> Miss Piggy, Miss Piggy. So wait a minute. Yeah, that was nineteen eighty-one. Yeah. Well, even before then, of course, he was in one of my other favorite movies. The Seems like kid. old times. The what? heart, the heartbreak kid. Nah, I didn't like that. Nah, the <laughs> seventy-two. That was nineteen seventy-two. He's in Seems Like Old Times with uh, Goldie Hawn and Chevy Chase. Well, yeah, yeah, nineteen eighty. That was a great, great movie. There was a lot of dogs in that movie. I'm surrounded by dogs. Uh, well, he was also yeah, surrounded by dogs the dog movie. in 1992, Beethoven. Beethoven. <laughs> the dog movie. Beethoven. So that was his thing. He was also in a 1976 remake of King Kong. Yes. And. and wait. And, and. Go ahead. In the 90s, he was in a movie that I assumed when it came out, it involved a red dog called Clifford. Yes. But it big. wasn't a red dog, Clifford. It was Martin Short. <laughs> as <laughs> as the red dog? No, playing a... Martin Short was playing a, I don't know, a child? Yes. <laughs> but he was an adult. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what he was. You know what it was? It, it was... <laughs> like su- a man-child. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be this Pee Wee Herman type of... Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't want to say rip-off, but, uh, but in that vein, like this, like you couldn't tell. It was supposed to be this ageless person. Clifford! Yeah. Yeah, was, and it, yeah it basically Martin Short, oh God, I, I, like, I don't know what the relationship was between him and Charles Grodin. I don't know if Charles Grodin was dating his mother or something like that. And he kept like fouling everything up. He was like devious. Right. Right, this evil, ageless person. Clifford! <laughs> Childish person. And then, of course, uh, Charles Grodin had a cameo in uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer. Oh, yeah. Remember that? He was the, the guy, uh, 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 LaPaglia, Anthony Paglia's character, is trying to get a, uh, trying to get a lift. He's like, I'm, com- I'm commandeering your vehicle! I happen to know you can't commandeer my vehicle. <laughs> it was like, please? No. Pretty please? No. And then he eventually gave him a ride. And, but, and he said, Charles Gordon said like two lines the whole time. Just, no. Yeah. No. Uh, also, Ishtar. Oh, no. Well, he wasn't a star in that. Uh, said, according to this, he was. But no. One of the stars. No, oh, it was uh, Dustin Hoffman and uh, Warren Beatty. And Charles Grodin. Eh. But uh, and of co- it says one of the worst movies ever made. Wow, well, I liked it. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> I never saw Um, And then, of course, he had in the uh, the 90s on CNBC, he had a nightly political talk show. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, where he would have guests and he would, like, 
you know, just kind of groan at things. <laughs> and then he would have uh, he would have that lawyer Jerry Spence was like on every every episode and every night and like, well, what do you think about impeachment, Jerry? <laughs> and then the other guy was like, well, Chuck, well, like are these guys alive here? Drink some coffee. Anything. <laughs> Wasn't that one of those talk shows that would come on and it just had a solid black background? Like no, the Tom- Charles Grodin was in a he was in a studio. Like he he had a studio that looked like Tom Schneider's, except there was like bookcases behind him, and he would sit there and like whine and groan and. I know, but didn't Tom Snyder's show have have like that solid back? Like there were these talk shows that just had a solid black. It was like so boring looking. No, Tom Snyder behind him, the backdrop was like Los Angeles at night. Oh, was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I thought they could have spruced it up a little more, but well, the whole thing was the Groden show was a talk show, but like Tom Snyder, he didn't have in per. He never had in person guests. When he was on CBS at night, he was it was everything was via satellite. Even though he was in Southern California, no one would come into his studio. Maybe they were in his studio, but <sighs> it was never face to face. It was always, uh, you know, bu- via satellite. I'm like, really? But why though? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just the way he did it. Maybe he smelled or something. Moving on. Charles um, Charles Grodin. All right, so the next one is, let's see, born December 9th, 1954, died April 3rd, 2021, 66 years old. Um, the guy from Pee-wee's Playhouse, John Paragon. John B. And well, Pee Wee's Playhouse and UHF actually, but uh, yeah, well, yeah, he played. Well, I think he he um, was also in the movie, wasn't he? Uh, Pee Wee. I don't think so. I thought he was. No. But oh, and he was also in a few episodes of Seinfeld. I don't know if you remember the two guys who would um, get mad at Kramer and like try to beat him up and stuff. He was one of those Not guys. Really. Like sh- street toughs, they, they were called. Wait, what? No, hold on a minute. In Pee-wee's Playhouse, uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Right? There's the scene where he's having like a nightmare. And he's like dreaming up these like devils and everything. Right? Yeah. Isn't one of those John Paragon? Uh, and then, remember, he gets injured. Oh, Pee Wee gets like hit no, by a no, car, no, no, and no, there's no. and there's a mad doctor. Isn't that John Paragon? No, he was uh, here. I'll I'll show you. He was one of the extras, like when Pee Wee was on the Warner Brothers lot. Yeah, he was what he was a guy in some kind of robot suit, like on his <laughs> way to a set. <laughs> And Pee Wee asked him, conky? "No, like he asked him for directions or something." And it, uh, it was like a two-second thing, but, but yeah. So, so you're right. He was in Pee Wee's Big Adventure briefly. I just, I thought he was, he was when Pee Wee goes into the uh, the operating room. I thought he was like the doctor, but 
whatever. No, here I'll uh like a high, make a hiney hole. Here, let me go like this real quick. I met him once, John Paragon. He was at a convention. Oh, he did? Was he nice? Yeah, yeah, he was very, very nice. I just sent you a link. Where am I seeing this link? In the Google Meet chat box. Oh. What is this? Oh, okay. Yeah, there he is. That was Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And... This is Seinfeld. Oh. See, tell me if you recognize those characters. Uh, sort of. Not really. I don't know. But anyway, so yeah, John Paragon. Um, but yeah, he was Jombie the Genie. Yeah. Head in the box. Yeah. And he did other stuff too. But. And, and apparently, if I remember, like he, he was dead and like nobody knew for like two months or something. Very weird. Oh, interesting. He was born in Anchorage, Alaska. It's interesting. Next one. Yeah. Born February 13th, 1934. Died March 23rd, 2021. 87 years old. Pops... George Siegel. George Seagal. Seagal. Siegel? Seagal? I think it's Seagal. I'm going to take you to the bank. No, it's not him. He's father of Steven Seagal. No, I, I think it's <laughs> I'm George Seagal. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, he was Pops on the Goldbergs. <laughs> he did more than that. Just shoot me. Bob and Tom and Alice. Wasn't he in that stupid thing? <laughs> I don't know. He was the boss on Just Shoot Me with David Spade. Uh, Remember? And, and, um, no. But yeah, he, I uh, didn't watch that show. He, <laughs> no. He was, uh, he was in a lot of old movies that I don't know. Well, it's your fault. I only know, you know, it, he's one of those actors who I know him. From when he was old. I don't know him from when he was young. Yeah. Um, well, you missed one. I guess I'll do it. Missed a celebrity oh, death. Oh. All right, let's see here. Well, I'll do this one. So, okay, let's see here. Yeah. Alonzo. Alonzo Lon T. Adams II. Lon Adams. <laughs> okay. Uh, he died. He uh, he was ninety five years old. Yeah. And he was credited as the inventor of the Slim Jim. Snap into a Slim Jim. Yeah. You yeah. need a little excitement. Yeah. <laughs> so the inventor of the Slim Jim. Now wait a minute. Yeah. Though. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm looking that, on Wikipedia. This says someone named Adolf Levi's invented Slim Jims. What? <laughs> no. It says he invented the first Slim Jim in 1929 in Philadelphia. It's a liar. Uh, I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's what Wikipedia said. 
Well, I mean, there's a lot of people that uh, claim things that uh, that they didn't do. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. The product that Levi's created is different from the one produced since the 90s with Lon Adams. Developing the current... Okay, so Lon Adams invented the current Slim Jim recipe. Of course, he didn't invent beef jerky. He's been around forever. So he invent right. So he invented the 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 Slim Jim as we know it. Yes. The recipe. Um, this says Slim Jim is an example of a food product which is listed as containing mechanically separated chicken. <laughs> oh, but that's what's in it. What does that have to do? What, what is what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't, mechanically separated. Chicken. I have no idea. I don't eat Slim Jims. I don't like them. Never did. Oh, okay. Wait. This says mechanically separated meat or mechanically separated chicken is a paste-like product produced by forcing pureed beef, pork, turkey, or chicken under a high pressure uh, uh, through a a sieve. To separate it from the bone. And, uh, anyway, this is disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Well. So anyway, all right. So Lon Adams, dead. Yes. And then one more. Uh, for this episode. One more. Okay. Undead to see mine. Right? Under the sea. Uh, the, the, uh, it, the uh, it is better down where it's wetter. Uh, uh, uh. Under the sea. So, Samuel E. Wright. Who, brother uh, of... Brother of... Uh, Wilbur Wright? Well... Al Max Wright, no. Uh, under the sea, do 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 do. Under the sea, <laughs> Can you imagine Ow. if? Can you imagine him if he sang that? Uh, wouldn't be good. So, what was the name? Sam Wright. Samuel E. Wright. Okay. He was born November twentieth, nineteen forty six. He died. May oh he was from South Carolina he wasn't from Jamaica he was born- I never said he was <laughs> no but he did a he did that accent in the in the movie it's a character uh, and then he died May twenty fourth <laughs> why am I laughing I don't know because um, I uh, I was remembering the uh, the in living color skit hey mon. <laughs> Oh, you only got hey. two jobs, man. Hey, man. Oh. I come home from work. I go to the next job, man. You only have three jobs, man. Three jobs? Oh, man, you are lazy. Ah, ah, ah. Anyway, that was a funny show. Um, yeah. So, yeah, born uh, in South Carolina, November 20th, 1946. Died May 24th, 2021. 74 years old. Oh. Yeah, well, so anyway, so he was Sebastian the Crab in The Little Mermaid. Yeah. That's what he's known for. 
he also uh, he played the part of Mufasa in the original cast of The Lion King on Broadway. Oh, I mean, so? I don't know. I just <laughs> Broadway cares. Um, also, he was on the Dukes of Hazzard spinoff, Enos. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I didn't even know that it was a thing. Enos. That was a show. Uh, that must have le- that must have been like a pilot, and they just uh, canned no, it. No, it says eighteen episodes. Oh my god! It says from November twelfth, nineteen eighty, to May twentieth, eighty one. Wow! Can you believe? Well, you that? know that never. I mean, that show never got into syndication. So not what you know. As Venus? we're growing up, watching all the reruns. Wait, what? What show was not in syndication? Enos. No, well, yeah, of course. It's only 18 episodes. Well, I'm just saying, you know, so when we were kids, Dukes of Hazard was both on television on CBS, but it was also on, it was, all the reruns were on, like, every other channel during the day. Yeah. But they wouldn't, yeah. I mean, they wouldn't have run Enos. No. <laughs> you know, the Dukes of Hazard was on from seven, 1979 to 1985. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, including that, you know, half a season when uh, they, uh, John Schneider and Tom Wopat had contract issues, and they replaced them. But they replaced them with with cousins or something? Yeah, or, yeah. Well, everybody's a cousin on that show. But yeah, it was uh, Coy and Vance. <laughs> yeah, but how did they explain where Bo and Luke were? I think they said they were in they were in the big city or they were running uh, the NASCAR circuit or something. <laughs> I swear. So stupid. Daisy was still there. Yeah. And Uncle Jesse and Roscoe and Boss Hogg. Um, I, I do have one more <clears throat> celebrity death. Uh, born December 9th, 1944. Died December 29th, 2019. This, this is one that 2019? We never, did. <laughs> we never did. What are you doing? <laughs> we never did this. <laughs> Probably wasn't worth it. Not, not. <laughs> no. Hold on. Who could this be that we missed? Um, Neil Innes. We didn't talk about him. No, he died. He was in, uh. The Ruddles. The Ruddles. Right? Yeah, he was the main Ruddles person and the bonzo dog doodah band and like some monty python associations and anyways like british comedian musician songwriter performer yeah. uh, and i love the ruddles and and uh, he was like really talented musician but uh and funny guy but uh you know like always like just a really good sense of humor and and uh yeah and anyway he died so i just wanted to what did he sound like British. <laughs> I can't do it, so I'm not even going to attempt. Really? You but can't do a British person? <laughs> I could do a jokey British person, but What's not. That's my point. <laughs> well, because you have the kind of British person who's like, oh, hello, governor. And then you Nobody have the one like that's. That anymore. Like, you have the one that's like the real gravelly. I might. I, uh... <laughs> 
that's Australian. Then you have the I, I know that was that was that was slipping into Australian, but but you do have that kind of British voice, and then you have like the uh, oh the like like the 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 Queen Elizabeth kind of. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You do it better than I can't do it. I, I admit I can't do it. Well, well, there's a lot of them. I like, mean, you have the Eric Idle, right? Yeah, Hello. yeah. Eric yeah. Idle. Well, then you have the John Cleese, right? Yeah, like like the, the Queen Cleese. Elizabeth kind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and who else? You have uh... Michael Caine. <laughs> you have the Michael Caine. That's right. Can't forget about him, Michael Caine. Right. <laughs> and then you have the Jason Statham. Yes. Yeah. Jason stays them. Oi, oi, mate. The uh the, the Ricky Gervais. Oh, oh yeah, Ricky Gervais, oh, that's right. Oh, oh and yeah. uh oh, yeah. and Hugh Grant. Oh well you do Hugh Grant. That's... Oh and, 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 and you have you have the you, <clears throat> I got I gotta get in the mode now. You have that's right, love. It's, uh, oh. See I'm not I can't even do it anymore because his voice got so raspy, but <laughs> Yeah, you know when 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 I think about John, you know I I have dreams about uh, and and you have Ringo. Oh, Ringo, please. have you seen Ringo lately? His hair is longer than yours. How yeah. did that happen? I don't know. Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> and then George, he was like, oh, something in my. And then throat. we also have John. We also have John Reese Davies. Yeah. <laughs> Blistering idiots. All right. Spaceman David is uh, having a heart attack right now. Ah, well. Horrendous British accent. <laughs> Every day, I think he just he just wants he just wants to, to be a serial killer of some sort. I think I think that's his goal. What? Don't say that. Yeah. No, we don't say that. I think so. Or, or at least, if not that, maybe, you know, like a, like a Chuck Norris. You know, where you're just ind- indiscriminately just shooting everybody. <laughs> okay. In the name of justice. We're going we're gonna to get Spaceman David in trouble here. Criminal investigation. We're, it's, it, we're joking. It's a joke. It's, it's satire. We never joke. It's a joke. You can't believe anything we say. Here on the pawn Stevenson. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. That's right, love. You know. I don't know why I just went into Walter Matthau doing that. <laughs> the uh, the wizard. There's somebody that. behind the curtain. Don't pay attention to him. He's not a wizard. What else? Stein. Oh. What? Cobra Kai season. What is? What's the season four? that'll? Season four. Did we review three? I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah, because remember um, Johnny and and Daniel team up at the end. Yeah, spoiler yeah, yeah. alert. <laughs> so yeah, season four coming in what a couple months now. Uh, I think so. And who are they? Who are they uh, writing into the show now? Well, it's 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 taken it's taken them long enough. Whoa. Whoa! <laughs> Who are they doing? Whoa! Who is it? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> he re- listen. He has three. I don't know why I'm holding up the number two. Three key uh, um, mottos 
if you will, when it comes to karate. So all this, all this, this, this talk about you know when you're studying karate or jujitsu or one of these martial arts, put all this time in, years and years of training and training to be at the peak condition mentally, physically. No, all a waste of time, because all you need to know is this three, three things. That's if it. A, if a man to know can't all of karate. If a, a man can't see. If a man can't see, he can't fight. That's right. Number one. Right. Number two. If a man can't stand, he can't fight. That's right. And number three, my favorite. If a man can't breathe, he can't fight. Right. That's it. So wait a minute, though. Wait a minute, though. Wait. That is John Priest karate right there. I know, but wait a minute. Can't see, can't breathe, can't stand, you can't fight. But don't you only really need just one if if the person can't breathe? <laughs> well, that's his point. You have if, options. Because if they can't breathe, they can't see or stand either. So just... Yeah, no, no. I know, but, you know, those are his options. No, I know, was I know. I when, know. He, when he's teaching, you know, one of the three. Right, I know. I know. You take the guy's leg out, can't fight. You you hit him in the throat, can't breathe. Right. Gouge him in the eye, can't see. Can't fight. You win. And if you want to be extra sure, just do all three. Well, exactly. In, in succession. <laughs> right. Boom, boom, boom. Out. Winner. And as a backup, have a chainsaw with you. What? <laughs> just to be safe. <laughs> Where did that come from? A sword. I don't know. It's a, I, I don't know. That's That's the... That's the Terry oh, Silver. No, not in John. John Kreese karate does not use weapons. Terry Silver karate. Your fists. Fists are weapons. Fists, yeah. Fist of the right North. Right through the windshield. Sun. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So Terry Silver. Terry Silver is the, the character that they're bringing back in season four. I mean, they're probably bringing other characters back, but, you know, obviously he's the main one. He's the... You know, they progressed the series sort of in retrograde to the original franchise. Yeah. So now, like, Johnny Lawrence and, and Daniel Russo are teaming up. John Kreese is the villain again. And because he's old, he can't be the sole villain. He needs assistance. So he will bring in his, his good buddy, Terry Silver, again. Terry Silver. Yeah, they were in the Vietnam War together, supposedly. Well, I mean, they had backstory on that in the third season, which was terrible. The, the, God, those, those scenes were so bad. Um, <laughs> you think so? Oh, God, they were awful. They say, Well, they, they served the purpose. No, they were terrible. That looked nothing like the Vietnam War. I know, awful. but they served the it was It was a, a, now, a dramatization. Did you know that in the third movie, remember there was like that, that other, they had, they wound up bringing in the Mike Barnes guy who will probably be in this season also as the karate fighter. Oh yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. He's pl played by Sean Kanan. Um, but did you know there was another guy that was like a sidekick to him? There was that other guy that always wore like the black jacket in the third karate kid that was always with him. Like beating people up, destroying the bonsai trees and all. Vaguely. Anyway, 
I didn't realize until I looked on like IMDb two years ago or something. That character is actually Terry Silver's son. Oh, okay. Like, I didn't realize that. I just thought he was just some schmuck, some, like, dumb henchman that he hired. <laughs> right. No, he's supposed to be his son. All right. So stupid. Anyway, the, the biggest ridiculous part is the man who plays Terry Silver, um... What the heck is his name now? I've forgotten it. Oh, uh, Thomas... Um, Ian Griffith. Ian, yeah. Thomas Ian Griffith yeah. is... I don't know what his actual age is, but he is nowhere near the same age as Martin Cove, who plays John Kreese. But... So it's not like... In other words, Thomas Ian Griffith, I don't know when he was born, but he would never have served in Vietnam. He was... <laughs> at best a a middle schooler by the time that war ended so like when they brought him into Karate Kid 3 he was not that old of a guy in fact he may have been younger than than uh, what's his name Machio <laughs> well okay weird. so Thomas Ian Griffith is currently 59 years old right Martin Cove is currently 70s, 75 years old. Yeah, well, there you go. So 16 years apart. Yeah, so it never made any sense. The other thing is, I don't know if you realize this. By the way, Ra hold up. Ralph Macchio is also currently 59 years old. About to be yeah, 60. Yeah, I mean, well, Macchio was like 30 years old in the first Karate Kid. It was ridiculous. Yeah. But so anyway, sorry, what were you going to say? So, a lot of people don't realize Terry Silver, the character in the third Karate Kid, um, he, his, his businesses were, <laughs> like, so when he's on the phone in the jacuzzi and he's screaming, like, his business is, like, getting rid of, like, toxic waste. Like, that's his <laughs> business in 1989. Like, the hell even did that then? It's not even a real business. It's like the guy in Men at Work. Um... <laughs> But, and I think I've talked about this on the show before, uh, Martin Cove actually, I mean, he said this in public, but he told me this when I met him. The Terry Silver character in the third film was John Kreese. So, like, that whole, for the most part, Martin Cove was going to be the main bad guy in the third movie again. Yeah. That was the intention, and... He got a different. He was on a, either another movie or a TV show or something, and he couldn't get out of it. So oh. they had they rewrote the character to Terry Silver and Thomas Ian Griffith did the character, and then Martin Cove is in the movie, but he's you know he's only in a few scenes, particularly at the end. So I guess he, his schedule was not such that it was it would allow him to have done the full character. So, because yeah. when I said to him, I said, you know, this Terry Silver guy has all these great lines in the third film. And he's like, yeah, those are my lines. He's like, those are my lines. <laughs> they were going to be my lines. They had to rework the script, right? To, to uh, like a last And minute. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know how accurate that is because it's like, did Terry Silver have that many more scenes than Crease? You know, I mean, he has the scene in the jacuzzi. 
He has the scene where he's in the backyard of uh, uh, Miyagi. Well, and the, another scene where he helps out Danielson at the club. In the dojo. He punches the guy. With the, the training, yeah. right? The the wooden mannequin. Yeah, but wasn't Kreese there the whole time? Oh, he only came in at the end. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, because if 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 Daniel knew that Kreese was involved, he wouldn't have yeah, yeah, trusted yeah. Terry Silver to train him. Anyway, so yeah, so Terry Silver will return uh, in uh, season four. They've actually they just announced season five has been greenlit. Yeah, I don't know what the hell they're gonna do going forward. Which, I mean, it's... by by the way, I mean I know that they're just movies, but if I remember correctly, in Karate Kid Part Three, the whole reason all of that happened is because Daniel wanted to learn how to do, like, a, a, a foot sweep. And Mr. Miyagi wouldn't teach him. So he's like, hey, I'm out of here, Miyagi. I'm going to go to this Terry Silver guy. He's going to train me. <laughs> it's like all all over well, a, a, a sweep maneuver. Like, come on. Well, yeah, I mean, Miyagi was, was teaching him, like, defensive right. moves and posture and, like, zen stuff and, and all that kind of thing. And he's right. like... He's like, uh, Daniel-san, you no need to know uh, these this, this moves. Right. And then he was like, oh, I'm going to fight in the tournament. Like, no, I cannot teach in tournament. No, 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 no. No, I'm going to do it. And I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. Isn't this supposed to be like an under-18 tournament? This guy's like 50 years old in this movie. <laughs> He's still doing tournaments against teenagers? I, what is this? It was bizarre. <laughs> you, you know what it was? I mean, look, we, we like the movie, but... Really, I mean, obviously they were just milking it at that point to like, there's there's money here. Let's continue to uh, let's return to the well. <laughs> the yeah, money. I mean, infamously, the third movie. So they cast uh, Robin Lively as the uh, as the, the new girlfriend. Yep. For uh, Daniel. And the problem was she was still 17 years old or, so, or maybe 16. 16. 16 or 17. 16, yeah. So they didn't want her to have, like, kissing scenes with him. So they, like, you know, they were dating or whatever. And then that's why, before the end of the movie, they have the big fight and then she just leaves town. And Robin Lively said that that was not in the script originally. It was going to be, like, like basically she would have played the role of Allie from the first movie, yeah. Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, uh, and she was like, eventually, I don't know, they, they must have realized, oh, wait, this girl is like 16, and this guy is like 50, <laughs> Ralph Macchio, so we'll just write her out of the story, like, she just leaves town, she's like sick of him, leaves town. Yeah, it's My says, question is, will they bring her back? I, I don't think, I, I don't Fifth know. Fifth season. I don't know, I don't know. Fifth season, all the Daniel's son girlfriends would have come back. Well, they already brought oh, back. They they brought back all the people from part two who were in Japan. The ones that are still alive. The ones who were still alive. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. Well, I mean, the reality. Don't forget, um, they're they're American actors. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, uh, Tamalin Tomita. She's um, she was on uh, uh, Berlin Station in the first season, which was an epics. Uh, spy TV show that I, I really liked. Um, ran for three seasons. And the other guy uh, that played Chosen, I forget his actual name, uh, he lives in I think he lives in Hawaii or something, but he's an American too, so 
you know, that's that's who they had. But um, I'm going to tell you what, though. I know you're not into Star Wars. Um, so there's a show on Disney Plus called The Mandalorian, which is, you know, very popular. And spoiler, at the end of the second season, they they the season ends with an appearance by Luke Skywalker. Sort of played by Mark Hamill, but not really. <laughs> so, well, the the Force Awakens also ends with Luke Skywalker. Yes, but that was actually Mark Hamill. Yeah. So The Mandalorian takes place a few years after the end of Return of the Jedi, which is... How long has that been? Almost... How many years has that been now? Almost 40 years? Uh, Yeah. So anyway... Actually, yeah. (laughs) uh, 37 years, 38 years. So anyway, so they had to de-age Mark Hamill. So they had two choices, and they they just put out the video on Disney+. Plus with the behind the scenes about this. So anyway, so they did it and they, they have a guy that was, you know, a young actor who looks like Mark Hamill did back then dressed as him and they changed the face so that it looks like Mark Hamill speaking and the voice, which I, everybody assumed was Mark Hamill talking. So then I watched the behind the scenes. So there's two techniques that they could have done. The first was something called deep faking. And deep faking you can do yourself now. I mean, there's tools that you can download for free and do it. It's, it's, it's AI-based, artificial intelligence. And so what you do with a deep fake is you take all of this, this source material. You feed in all the source material. So they were feeding in Mark Hamill face and video from the movies, from interviews that he did back then, all kinds of stuff. And so what you do is you you have these like the dots they put on there and so you take the deep fake and you put it over the person's face basically as it's talking and the AI is supposed to interpret that based on the the um you know the the data that you've given it from old footage and it essentially animates the person. And they've been doing this for a while these deep fakes and some of them are pretty good. Yes, it, um, yeah, it's really some of them are uh, are impressive and funny. And... Now the other technique is what they've used in Disney movies before. They used it on Michael Douglas in one of the Ant Man movies. They used it on Kirk Russell in Guardians of the Galaxy. Irishman used it on De Niro. It's called de aging, and I do not like this technique. So it's basically, terrible. what they do is they take the person's face, the actor. Kurt Russell, De Niro, whatever, uh, Michael Douglas. And they basically Photoshop it so that it looks like a younger person. They do it like for every frame. I I don't know if they physically do this or if there's some automation that that does it or whatever. They did it for Michelle Pfeiffer in in that movie as well, The Ant-Man. So they do that. And here's the problem. Sometimes it looks okay. And other times it just looks like crap. Yeah. And in the in the Mandalorian for Mark Hamill, it looked terrible. Looked terrible. <laughs> I was like, "What is this?" I'm like, "Why didn't they use deepfake?" 
So they go in this, this behind-the-scenes thing. They have John Favreau babbling along. And they show the deep fake footage that they did. In this, it's a behind-the-scenes, like an hour long, whatever. It's called Disney Gallery. Okay. They show the deep fake footage of Mark Hamill's deep fake on this other actor. And I'm like, I mean, it's raw, but I'm like, that looks perfect. Why did they not use that? And they didn't use it. And they didn't even give an explanation why. Ah. <laughs> it's terrible. Maybe Mark Hamill has something in his contract that's like prohibits no, he didn't deep care. Fakes. Uh, I don't so know. Mark Hamill was on the set, but, you know, he's old and everything. And basically, the what you see on screen, none of it is Mark Hamill. So Mark Hamill was on the set. He was acting. They were filming him. But all he really was was a, like a coach. So he was like an acting coach to this other guy that did the actual stuff. So, and then, here's the worst part. I thought Mark Hamill spoke. He didn't speak. That was AI. What? (laughs) Yeah, that was fully AI, man. Why couldn't he speak? He's alive. Well, he's older. So? He sounds older now. Oh, get out of here. So I thought, I thought that at worst, Mark Hamill said all the lines, and then they, they altered it so it sounded younger. But no, it's like the intro that we do on this show. Where we have, like, an AI voice say, like, what episode? That's what they did. <laughs> but they used Mark Hamill. They, they Again, they fed in all this old Mark Hamill audio and made it sound like Mark Hamill. But it might, that worked good because I was fooled. So here's what I'm getting to with Karate Kid. You know where I'm going with this now. Now, they won't have the budget because it's Netflix. But season five, season five, you know who they're bringing back then. Miyagi. Miyagi! You think so? Well, I mean, all they need is another actor. They deep fake the face. They, they fake the voice. So Val Kilmer, who can't who really can't speak anymore because of the cancer, he just did a documentary. There's a documentary of Val Kilmer that just came out. Uh. And he's speaking in it, doing, like, the narration. But that's not him speaking. It's not even him talk, you know, talking or whatever. It's, again, A.I., so they fed in all of this, you know, these these examples of Val Kilmer's speech from 20 years ago or whatever, and created a Val Kilmer, you know, what was that 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 website that used to have the Arnold Schwarzenegger, the 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 stupid things that oh soundboard, soundboard. <laughs> so they made essentially AI like a Val Kilmer soundboard, so they could do it with Pat Morita, bring him back. I guess. So. They can do it with everybody now. Yes, but should... Everybody. They could, but should they? Well, so think about it. What are all the things that you're always complaining they should bring back? <laughs> they can do it. Megatron. Yeah, they want to do Transformers Generation 1. They don't need Christopher <laughs> Lotta, who's been dead for 25 years. Don't need him anymore. Mighty Megatron. No, AI does it. Don't need him. I know. I know. All they got to do is draw it. Mighty, also Cobra Commander. Uh. (laughs) Destro. Terry Silver, back. Um, so, uh, so. How is the Mandalorian? Oh, I mean. Shouldn't it be called the the Midi-Chlorians? 
Is, isn't that Man- Star Wars? Well, that is, but <laughs> Mandalorian is a, a race, a different race in the Star Wars universe. You know Boba Fett? Uh, yeah. Remember Boba Fett? Boba Fett! He was, a, he was a person. He was a bounty hunter. Yeah. So Boba Fett, who is not actually a Mandalorian, wears Mandalorian armor. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, so it's actually, the Mandalorian himself is played by... Uh, Pablo Pascal, who is, uh, is it Pablo or Pedro? I think it's Pablo. Anyway, great actor. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Narcos, but he's I fantastic in that. Don't even know Narcos, what that is. It's a, it's on Netflix. It's a, a drug uh, cartel movie, uh, a, a series. They've got a couple of. There's one that they did for you know, Pablo Escobar, Colombia, and then they did the one for uh, uh, with uh, um, in Mexico. You know, from back in the eighties. Yeah, great shows. So yeah, it's uh, great shows. Pe- Pedro Pascal. Pedro, yeah, Pedro Pascal. Yeah, no, oh, I got that. The end. That's it. Well, you said you have nothing. You said for this episode. I know you have nothing for this episode. I did. I did a celebrity death. I did oh, some banter. God, you stink. Well, I don't. What? Uh, let me think. Hold on. Hold on. By the way, have you seen John Favreau? Yeah. It's like he's turning into Seth Rogen's father or something. It's like, what? I don't know. He's turning into he's turning into like George Went. Well, that's yeah. That's it's true. Like Five hundred pounds. That's true. Oh boy! They, they feed you well at Disney. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just I'm just making an observation. There is. There is something wrong with that. It's not good. Well, I I like George Wen. But uh, anyway. they could bring back Cheers, right? That that is true. That they don't need true. the original actors. They just need writers. The CGI everything. Well, I mean, well, yeah. So at this, so really, then you could just bring back anything. That's what I said. <laughs> Literally any like, you can make a sequel. Get a life. Well, get a life. Yes, get a life. Um, uh, you could make a sequel to The Wizard of Oz with the actual original cast. Mm. I'm just saying you could do any. Like literally, you could do anything yes. if if that's the you know if that's yeah, the case. You, could. you yeah. I mean, you you absolutely at this point you could. I mean, you wouldn't. <laughs> Uh, Some cases, uh, your 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 scientists were so preoccupied with uh, whether or not whether or not they could, they didn't stop and think. Uh, uh, they stop and think if they should. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, the problem is whenever you do Jeff Goldblum, you have to you do the hand. It's not just talking; you have to do the hand so that as he's speaking. When the sentence starts, he's got the hand open. Right. And the sentence finishes, the hand closes. Okay. <laughs> and that's the cadence. Uh, 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 wait, wait, what else does uh, he say in that? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, nah, anyway. Uh, it's chaos. Oh, yeah. A butterfly flaps its wings in Tokyo yeah. and causes uh, hurricanes in Florida. Chaos. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they're supposedly in this new one that's been delayed by two years, like every other movie. What? Uh, All the original ones. 
Even the old guy? No, he's dead. <laughs> well, they could bring him back. <laughs> See, CGI! <laughs> they could do it. Richard Attenborough! Spend <laughs> Spend no Spence. Spence. <laughs> We brought back my own... Uh, forget about uh, anybody, the dinosaurs. We brought myself back to life. That's right. Spend no expense doing it. They spliced his DNA back from with... the dead. They spliced his DNA with a, with a frog or something. <laughs> Well, not even. It's just CGI. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I know no, this. Uh, Lord... What? I know this. This is Unix. <laughs> By the way, that was... You, you know the the um, operating... Unix. It was a graphical user interface. That's not Unix. I know, but here's the funny... Th you probably know this already, but here's the funny thing. That graphical, that ridiculous graphical interface that they were showing for two seconds. Silicon graphics. Yes, that was real. Yeah. No. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like trying to navigate files, like each file is a building in a city, and it's like, it's like, what? Well, it wasn't a real interface. No, it was. That was the that was the OS for for the really. Yes. <laughs> I watched the death. How could you get anything done on that? I don't know. Someone, it was like LGR, like one of those YouTube channels had bought yeah. an old Silicon Graphics workstation and that was the OS on it. <laughs> anyway. That's bad. Uh, Jurassic Park, yeah. Jurassic Take it away. Park. Still have not topped the, the graphics. That's true. There is a movie that, that has still not topped the graphics. There is not a movie that has topped the ground. I don't know what that really. Because they spared no expense. Ah, that's right. They spared no expense. <laughs> I really hate that man. What is uh, oh Ned Nedry right Newman? <laughs> uh, There's dots in here. We got dots in here. Jerry. Uh, all right, next, next. We're, you know, we're, Dotson, we're, the guy that played Dotson, is in jail. Who's that? I don't know. He's Sam a pederast. Samuel L. Jackson or something? No, no, he was, he was the other guy. By the way, Samuel L. Jackson playing a computer engineer. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Horse. Wait, I got to put something in my mouth to do it. Hold on to your butt. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, it was funny, though. He, he was good. That was a good movie. Well, Samuel L. Jackson was also the chief scientist in Deep Blue Sea. Oh, and was wow. eaten by the uh, the shark <laughs> about 20 minutes into the movie. That's the one where they gave sharks, like, Albert Einstein's brain or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. something like that. Stupid. Yeah. LL Cool J. Oh, was he... Yeah. He survived. What about uh, he was what about, the chef? Was Christian Slater in that or no? No, it was a uh, Tom Tom Jane Thomas Jane. Oh, okay. And Saffron Burroughs. Not not Christian Slater. And the uh, and the sister from The Sopranos. Uh, uh, oh, I forget her yeah. name. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. She got eaten. She was one of the first people to get eaten. Ada Turturro. Is that yes. who you're talking about? Didn't we meet her at Chiller Theater one time? Um, I think we did. I remember meeting her at one of those conventions, but anyway. 
I don't know. Well, I, I, I got a photo with her on the street once, but uh, she's done these, like, Sopranos conventions. She's probably been at Chiller. Yeah. All right. Wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. We didn't talk about Cosby. Oh, He's a free man. Uh, well, it's official. <laughs> Rape is Sexual. legal in Pennsylvania. Well. Yeah, sexual assault and uh, yeah. Bill that, Cosby, wait, wait, wait. Bill, wait a minute. Bill Cosby on the line. You are, you have, you've, you've made it out of the jail. Bill Cosby, how do you feel? <laughs> well, Theo and the Jello pudding pops and, and Fat Albert and hey, 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 and picture pages and the Jigglers and Rudy and, and I can't believe it. Exactly. I can't believe it. I mean, look, I grew up being... I, I'm saying this as someone who grew up being a massive Bill Cosby fan, as did many, many other people. Uh, Not only the Cosby show on TV, but also Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids, Picture Pages, The Electric Company, his album, his comedy albums, his comedy specials. And I'm sitting here as that former massive fan saying, I can't believe he got away with it. <laughs> that is just wrong. He didn't get away with it. He went to jail for a while. Yeah, but now he's out. Now he's like, he's oh, out. because it was some technicality, right? Wasn't it a technicality? Um, a loophole? What? It, wasn't it? It was some kind of loophole where, like, some lawyer didn't, like, say the, the right pro- sentence. No, no, no. Or, like, so there was a prosecutor several years ago who wanted. So there was a lawsuit that wound up in Pennsylvania because that's where Cosby lives. And there was a lawsuit on Cosby for sexual assault by, I think it was one of the women. Um, and. The prosecutors were involved or something, and, and so they were trying to depose him, Cosby, and get a statement for the lawsuit. And he was like, obviously, I'm not doing that, because I don't want to cr- incriminate myself, Fifth Amendment. So this prosecutor s- did something where he told him, listen, if basically, if you go on the record for this lawsuit... Um, just go on the record for the lawsuit. I won't prosecute you or something like that. Oh, right. Yeah, right, right, right. And it, right, right. I don't know, if it was, you it admit, was, it was very, it was like if you admit to the crimes, no, 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 not if you admit, punished if, no, no, not if it you was admit, something like that. Just, I'm simplifying. Yeah, just if you do the deposition. Now you can lie in it if you want. You could not answer. It's your business, but that was the thing. And so, um, uh, that prosecutor quit or whatever and somebody else got elected and that guy went ahead with the trial that resulted in his conviction several years ago in Pennsylvania. But what the appeals court found, which was really the correct legal decision, they found that, now wait a minute, your predecessor told him that if he did this deposition for this lawsuit, you wouldn't prosecute. And even if that's a handshake agreement, if there's proof of that, you cannot prosecute the guy for those crimes because it's a, um, it's a, uh, uh, Fourth Amendment, Fifth Amendment, whatever, uh, uh, thing. So 
that's what it came down to. Now, you look and say, well, why did they care about this lawsuit? And again, the reason was that prosecutor at the time, I think, believed he could never get a conviction on him because so much of it happened so long ago. So you might as well just sue this guy. And and that's about yeah. the only way you're going to get anything out of him is if you sue him. So that's what they, they were doing. And then, as I said, the next prosecutor came in there and tried and actually got a conviction on him. But that was only on one of the like the recent uh, assaults or whatever within, I don't know how long ago it was, 2000-something or other. Everything else that he did, going back to the 70s or 60s, is all past the statute of limitations. So you couldn't get him for any of that. But he's out, and he wants to tour again. <laughs> what? Who's going to show up? Ah, somebody will show up. Hey. Hold on a minute. How old? He is He's currently old. 84. I'm not trying to be ageist, but, like, come on, you're 84. You're going to go on a world tour? and uh, No, 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 I didn't uh, say a world tour. <laughs> I said a no, tour. I know, but I'm, I know, I'm exaggerating. But I think he's broke. How does he even have a home? Like, how does his wife still even let him in the home? It's yeah, well, bizarre. you know, I mean. Make money. That's the big thing. Money, money, money. I guess so. Camille! Anyway, so till next time. Bye.